Okay. Usually for Sarbatevis, um, I try and pick something which I feel is topical to the Tainus itself. Um, obviously, Tainus is a day Ramam getting in Hilchus Tanius. The Ramam talks about that the purpose of Chazal Rekabeya Tainus is the time a person is supposed to be misbidden and do tshuva. Um, Shabura talks about it, that if a person spends a day of fasting, doing the physical fasting, and not being spent on doing tshuva, he, he missed the point of what Chazal wanted. The purpose of Tainus is to remind us that what's happening in our lives is not mikra, uh, that the person has a reason why he's doing it, and therefore obviously the call for that is we should do something to change that and correct that. Um, but I was thinking uh, maybe to, to address something a little more broad base as opposed to specifically about Sarbatavis. Uh, considering the fact that already starting Mati Shabbos is the, the, the weeks of Shavavim and um, there's maybe a little bit of confusion about some things about Shavavim. I want to talk about Shavavim a little bit. I want to talk about uh, uh, we'll see. Okay. So um, Shavavim is the Kufa of Shavavim actually the uh, there's a minigan, minigan, historically in certain members, places in Klai Yisrael I've heard this from Rabbi Lama Shayid that he used to say, used to say certain slichas during, during Shavavim and he said in a year which was Ibriyor it was actually not the Shavavim it was the Shavavim Tat it was the weeks of Shmois Veir Boib Veshalach Yisra Mishpat and that Shavavim and Shuman Tetzava is Shavavim Tat they would say slichas during that tzkufa. They had slichas that they would say. It's a tzkufa which is brought down as a sugal for a person to address uh, various sneers and other issues. It's become nowadays known that the tzkufa people will give shurim and for, for, for women and their halachas and for men, for men and different halachas, etc. And that's all true. But the Iker Yisrael is the Kufa, it's the Kufa where a person is supposed to be Mishkazik and Liban And the Iker Tikkun that a person has for the uh, various of Chatos Norim, etc. is through Liban HaTarah. Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky was, was, was one time made a comment that uh, certain kufa, uh, certain yeshiva in a certain city was never really matzliach, and he said the reason why the yeshiva was matzliach is because they don't have a winter there. And the Russian created winter. The purpose of the the, the winter is the kufa where a person is able to get focused in learning. Um, it's a time where it gets gets dark early. The person feels more you know, comfortable being at home, being not not out in the, in the cold and in, in the dark. So he's inside, so he's inside, so he uses his time wisely, time to focus in and to learn, etc. You know, everything is springtime, it's, it's harder to keep you, you, you. Some of you become a Rebbe, it's important in your life, you know, you're teaching a class, you're going to get spring, it's very hard to keep him focused. You want to get outside and do, etc. Not just, in, you know, one day you can give up and look at the guys, let's go outside and do something. You know, just Winter, you, you, it's, it's easier to be. The verse of created Lila, Lila is a time for gear, so for learning, etc. Um, I have parenthetically, I think that was much easier to be true in the Tzkufa when uh, there wasn't the world of electric lights. It was dark at night, but at nighttime, you know, 
it wasn't safe to go outside it, it was very dark, etc. But nowadays, it's not as that reality is not as common. It's still, there's a certain amount of feeling of being at home, etc. At night time in the winter, uh, summertime, it's more exciting to go out, etc. So this is the Kufa, it's, the, it's the, 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 deep, the deepest part of winter. Um, it's right around the Kufa Stavis. Where it's Mamash, the deepest part of winter, a person would be Kaveya at Kufa where he's focusing on learning. And the yeshivas had on Haga X amount of years. We had an idea of learning Recifus. The real minute of Recifus by the Hasidim is the idea that the person learning, learns, learns Tarab Recifus for hour, hours without interruption. It's a tremendous Kayach of Tikkun of Kedusha and Tahara. Um, the real Seder of, of, of Recifus was there was yeshiva, there are this the Exodus yeshivas which are Makkah during the Kufas of Shavim, and they learn two, they learn two storm of Recifus every single day for the six weeks, five days a week. From Sunday through Thursday, they learn the six hours later in the morning, six hours later in the afternoon, five days a week for, for six weeks. At that point in time, you, 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 your, your approach to learning Torah is different. You become rooted in the world of Torah, you become rooted in the world of, 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 of focus. And you connect. The nature of connecting to Torah is the Russian made that the more you, the more it, 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 it's done, hour after hour, the more kedusha, more tahara, the more it affects your neshama. I once had the schus. Uh, I was, I was, the Talmud of Baron Cutler came to to, to tell the Talmud from Baron when he was in Kletsk. So one morning I, I, I walked him back to where he was staying. I asked him to just describe the Seder Hayyim in Kletsk. What was it like learning in Kletsk? So, so he said that Shach was at 7.30, which he pointed out was a very late time for Shachris, especially in the summertime in, in, in Lithuania. Lithuania is extremely far north. Um, if you hear your stories about London and you know and and, and Gateshead and Manchester, Lithuania is the same degrees north as as, as, as Gateshead. It's fifty five degrees north. So it means it gets light about three something in the morning in the summertime. So set down at seven thirty was considered quite late. The Balabatam get up much earlier, but the Bakhum made the Dab at seven thirty. The Dab at seven thirty, finished davening, they'd have breakfast, and first day started at nine o'clock. Till three. First day was nine to three every single day. Miracles at three, and they had the main meal of the day, which was fleshing. And the second set of Saturday at four, till ten. Second set from four till ten. Mara was at ten o'clock, and they had the night meal, and the night set of Saturday at eleven. I asked them until when, and he says, Rebarn was the base finish most nights till one, two in the morning with the Bokhu, which I understand why they get out at seven thirty. That was the Saturday yard. So they said, so when they were most, most of it was nine thirty to ten. Then the second Seder he says, "Okay, now Zogmir, like, what was Ella like? You know, like, I mean, like, but the, like, what do you add? You know, extra learning for Ella? Like, what do you do extra? Like, eh, a little more Hislavus. Like, what's the, what's the, what's the most to add? You had, you had two six-hour storm a day. That was the regular piece of the yeshiva, from from nine till three, and from four until ten, with basically no break. The break was you dumb you ate something, you went back to his matters. You learned another six hours." Okay, now I have no cash anymore. Why they became to me to come You know, if you live like that for five years, you're going to become a Tamil You actually learn something. Like, and, you know, we, have, we, we complain nowadays that people go much slower in learning. I mean, part of the problem is we don't learn the amount of hours we put in. Like, like you, what do you expect? You know, I remember just parenthetically, 
I was thinking back, Blotcher by Austin Tell's first Seder, we had um, Blotcher, first year base matters, was Shear was from, was was an hour and a half a day, six days a week. We had nine hours of Gomorrah Shear a week. So, yeah, so we covered Barak a lot plus per week for in, in Gomorrah Shear. Well, that's not such a thing. Of course, you, you had Shear for nine hours a week. If you have Shear for like twice a week for 45 minutes, so, you know, what do you expect? You know, I, I actually have titans. So, uh, we covered about 50 blot a year for Satan. So, with we with two weeks of Chazara, a week of Chazara, Avilzman, two weeks of Chazara in the middle of the winter, two weeks of at the end of the winter, and two weeks of Chazara in Zamerzman. So we had about about thirty five, about thirty five uh, weeks of of, of lateness and seven weeks of Chazara during the year. So uh, yeah, we did about a blot and a half a week for Seder. So uh, you do the same second Seder, you do a hundred blot a week. Hundred lot of years, so you finish the sefer berach You're learning it well, so it's a different type of limud. So that was the seder. The seder was six uh, six hours. So the nakuda is not the six hours, but I want I want to discuss the different nakuda a little bit though. So what do you do with this time? So now we you know we make it a whole thing, you know, and you you get to have a special dinner afterwards in honor of it. And you know the guys sit and they have they have this whole technique. They're going to learn like two hours of this and three and an hour, half an hour of that, and seven hours of this, and fourteen hours of that. They're going to like, yeah. you know, like yeah, I tell me like you know they have you know they have different limud and they have for mishmar. Because when I was in Baruch, mishmar was you chazer over whatever you learned the whole week. You chazer over during mishmar. That was mishmar. You did about three blot a week between first and second center. So the third night you sat up the, whole, the late and you would chazer over well the, 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 the blot that you would learn. You don't have to prepare anything on the side. We didn't, I didn't have a night seder lima. I, I worked night seder. I worked the first seder because what time to have another lima? Most of the I, it was not a good idea. But I never finished. I never finished the masechta as a bacher because we did about hundred blood. So Bob Mitzi, the hundred ninety blood, he did hundred blood. Bob Mitzi, I'm like missing like twenty blood. Like you got to be kidding. But I have another time for another seder because. Like, you know, now we're going to get a first of this and second of that, and I said, one of that, and then Airstrike's one of that, and then much of one of that, and like, you know, it's like five, five different program at the same time. I, I, I have the problem with having two program at the same time. But uh, you, you did it, but you, in night seder, I chaz it, first seder, second, every single night I chaz it, first seder. And Thursday night, I chaz it, first seder, second seder. You know, that was my convenience. And every shot was because of what you did, you did the first Seder, the second Seder, you know. It wasn't such a. And you chazed it. Most Kumaras we did Be'erich about 12 times during his, during his mind. You chazed Kumar 12 times. So, you know, you learned it pretty well. So, but the 12th time you had, you had, you had a good, good, good remembrance of the, of the Tzuras Adaf, etc. Where it was on the page, what the page looked like, how many times. You saw it a lot of times in the Okay. We're learning to learning Gomorrah. And we're learning Gomorrah six hours in the morning, six hours in the afternoon. And, you know, we're learning, like, you know, these Gomorrahs, you know. So if a guy likes learning Gomorrah, it's like, great. The fellows who don't like learning Gomorrah, it's like, you know, it's, it's a shikha, like a, it's a kapoor of yeah. <laughs> You know, six hours in the morning, like, you know. What's the point? That's what I want to touch on a little bit. What's the point? What, what, what are we trying to do? What are we trying to accomplish over here? 
and you always have the cash of. So I'll tell you what, with the there was a, a bachur came that tells tells to not allow bachurims to do be doing secular college at the same time they're in yeshiva. If a person was doing secular college, he could be in yeshiva, but he couldn't go to shir. You're coming to yeshiva, you're being conveyed right. This tool right now, you're focusing just on learning. There's a bachur came to yeshiva. Um, from a family which is they were close to their gifter and he, he, his plan was really much, get a secular degree etc he said he's coming for a year he's coming for a year so she was said fine she said okay coming for a year like say after like a few weeks he went through like well, if I'm only here for a year I should be learning like this brachas you know with, with halacha you know halacha lamaisa like why am I learning like baba basra like you know, classes about them, whatever it was, whatever was the the Masata was, I don't know what the was. You know, with the Yukim and Rashbas and back and forth, like what's what's a minute game? So the Shiva told him and said says your goal in life is to get the, the Rashba's perspective on life. That's what he Shiva told him. But whatever that meant, he didn't know what it meant. So he spent this year in Yeshiva, he left. He went to, he went off to, to college. He actually he's a psychologist. So he started taking his classes in psychology, etc. But he shortly after he left, he's back in Yeshiva. So Yeshiva said, What happened? What brought you back? He says, You know, I came into class and um, this is this is the seventies, you know. So it's like the beginning of the Tkufa, you know, the you know, that the colleges went off the deep end. So I walk in the class and it's like pitch dark come out in the room and there's incense burning in the four corners. The professor's this guy with long hair and he comes and he sits down on top of the desk. He starts espousing his thoughts about life. He says, You know what? I think I need, I need a little bit more of the Russian's perspective on life. I came back to Yeshiva. <laughs> That's what he said. What was Rashiva saying? What, 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 what is he saying? We understand that the Bresham created the world. He created the, the world. The world is a tremendously fascinating place that the Russian made the ability the human being can do actions, which are physical actions. And they should have a title to them, which is which is Ruchniz, which is Kedusha. That's the concept of mitzvahs. Tefillin, Sitzes, Kashris, Tefillah, these are these are very actions we do with our physical body. We do, and, and the Russian has said, "You have a choice. We have power of bechira, etc." And the Torah should be the vehicle which helps you understand what those are and how to do them, and, and what's the vehicle which brings human being closer to to, to Kodesh Baruch Hu through these mitzvahs. We get that. Okay, so I'm, the Gemara itself asks the Kasha. The Gemara, the Gemara itself asks the Kasha. It says, "Okay." The says, "Why are we learning Zvachim? It's Hilchos al Mashiach. The more he has this kasha, the more he uses Lashon. He plays the more. It's the concept of Hilchos al Mashiach. Like, what are you asking this question? When Mashiach comes, we'll figure it out. It's not in the gate us right now. But the Gemara himself asked the kasha, Hilchos al Mashiach. That, that Zvachim is Hilchos al Mashiach. The more says, 'Trish for Kabbalah.' So, so what does that what does that mean? What's the point? 
What does it mean, Dresh Rekabal Schar? The more says that the guy Ben Saramura, the more says, Loha Yerul Nivra, El Dresh Rekabal Schar. So it means like this, like, like this the, the real simple understanding of it, which was obviously incorrect. Yeah, listen, never, there's nothing, the Shas is like pretty boring, there's nothing else to do anyway. And not enough top, not enough information over there to, to talk about. So let's, you know, throw in Seder Kachim, you know, because there's others that you have, you'll have what to do. Like Ben Saramura, like, you know, never, Seder is not long enough. Right? So we need to throw in, like, like, you know, four blood about Ben Saramura, because, like, what else are you going to learn? Like, Joshua Kabbalah Like, really? Like, like we need Zavachim, we need Menachis, you know, so, so, so Mashiach comes, we'll figure out Zavachim and Menachis. What, what's the more answer? Second point. So, Mashiach's going to come. Rabbi Miller's at one time said, he's, he's talking with a young man, he says, so, you know, when Mashiach comes, so what's going to happen? You know, very clear in Chazal that the Umasarlam are going to be take care of all of the physical needs, etc. And you're not going to sit and learn. So he says, Rebbe, I don't like learning. And he says, for me, sitting and learning for an hour is, is agony. He says, I'm supposed to be Mashiach, that the direction will be Right now, I, my, my life is I do business and I run and I sell and I fight and I haggle and I, and I win and I fight the games and I get the, 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 the building and I, you know, and that's my Geshwaka life. And I learn an hour because I'm supposed to learn an hour, you know. I'm looking forward to Mashiach should come, that the God should do all of that, and I should sit and be stuck in stuck base matters for like 12 hours a day. Like, and that's the Hanoah we're waiting for Mashiach. I'm not interested. He says, You're an honest young man. Like, what do you do now? I talk about enjoy learning. You know, there's the guy who has a fat. He's got, you know, he loves mathematics. You know, Sudoku puzzles, or you know, you know, crossword puzzles. You know, so Gemara is a crossword puzzle for him. Okay, that's what it's all about. The Russian made like this really fascinating crossword puzzle. Which, if you like crossword puzzles, it's great. If not, you're it's, you're, you're condemned, condemned to to be stuck your whole life doing crossword puzzles. I don't like crossword puzzles. But now what? What's the point? The Bershom allowed us to become this harbor to him. He allowed us to connect to him. And he said, you know what? You connect to me through mitzvahs. He says, but you know what? I'll tell you something even bigger than that. That I'm not a physical being. What am I what, what you know about me is what, my, what is my Ratzin. That's what you know about me. And the person says, I'm going to make a Metzius that the more you understand my Ratzin, the more you're connected to me. Well, how do you understand what my Ratzin is? I'm going to give you a way to, to learn how to think and to connect to what my Ratzin is. So, I opened the and said, that's the Bershom's Ratzin. The Bershom's Ratzin wasn't just to tell me a story about Metzius That's true. And I have to be misbeinen. What was the Russians' rotsin? What did he want to accomplish with Yisus Mitzrayim? We're to start learning the parshas of Shavuot and the Yisus Mitzrayim. What, what, what was the Russians' purpose? What do you want to accomplish? You know, you can learn the stories of the Midrashim, etc. But what's the point? Why the Russians create a paro? What was the purpose of power? What role did he play? Yes, you have to think about that. And that's what it means to learn the parshas as mature individuals in the intelligent thought process. But the Russian said that there's more than that. It is, I, I found the purpose for you, and I want you to think about what that is. Because the more that you think, that that's going to be the vehicle which allows you to become connected to me. Learning, learning 
the understanding of the Russian's Ratzin is itself connecting to his Ratzin, is itself the purpose, because that's the whole goal of the whole world, is to allow us to connect to him. So I don't need to do the mitzvahs only to get make that connection. As a matter of fact, it's a greater Hebrew in a certain way than doing the mitzvahs. When I sit there and I try to understand what exactly is his rutzen in a korban, what exactly is his rutzen, you know, you learn the Dafyam is learning with Chulin right now. So you come a rub, Paskin's Shilas, and the Trefus, so you learn the Trefus. Otherwise, it's, 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 you know, it's 30 blood of the anatomy of a behemoth. What's the matter with the anatomy of a behemoth? Right? And behemoths, birds, what, what is the yeah, problem? It's not a problem. Where, where the neck of is, where, how, many, how many lobes there are in, 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 in a lung? The right side, the left side, is it really, is it halakhically, how do we look at them? What happens if it's missing one? Like, like I'm not paskating trafers on a ray. You ever saw a ray in your life, probably? Ray is a lung. Right? And I have, because, you know. I've learned how to do with the Israel. Like most people don't. But, you know, you can go to Shlatan every one time, you just push it, they take you like a tour, like it's like, you know, it's interesting, I like, shouldn't get too bloody, right? The Bershom has a rut in which is being, exp- being expressed in the fact that this. I'm not discussing the why. I'm not philosophizing the why. I wonder what the what is. That itself is an expression of the Russian's rutzen. Why he chose that? It's a good question. It's part of the Chayk of a Kodesh But the what is also important. What exactly does he want? And I want to know that. Because in that way, I'm, pro- I'm learning a little bit of what the Russian's rutzen is for the Bria. The Russian's rutzen for the Bria is that there's a neck in a certain way inside of a lung. It's a problem. It makes the animal usher for a Jew to eat it. What exactly is that nekev? I want to know that. So I'm gonna, and I, need to sp- I need to put my mind to understand that. The same way I, 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 the person understands, if he wants to be successful in engineering, he needs to understand the, uh, the, the rules, how engineering works. The why is the, is the next question. But the what is very important. What are the principles? Because that's what's going to allow him to be successful as an engineer. So he, he becomes an engineer by studying it even before he does it. Because that's what puts his mind into a thought process of what it means engineering. So that's a, that's a little bit of a dogma of what it means that we become when he expresses his rutzen to us in the world of Ela Dreyfus. Even though I'm never going to look at a tra- behave in my life. Because that's not the point. How does it work? So, you know, it would be very nice, you know, we would like open the Gomorrah and like start learning it and all of a sudden we feel like more holy and more, more you know, it would be nice. Be, you know, it would be much more of a motivation. We would see it, we understand it. The Russian, in his great wisdom, made things a little more subtle than that. You know, it wouldn't be such an Nisoyan if you would see like two guys, one guy goes to the base and he sits and learns a few hours, and you know, Mela, like you know, five hours comes away, and he goes, eh, and he throws up from the tuma. The other guy runs and eats them, you know. So yeah, you understand, like you know, like it's, you know, it's very easy, like, you know. You learn Torah, you get kedusha. You don't want Torah, you don't get kedusha. And this guy is like, you know, he's holy, he's not holy, and that, it's, it, it's much cause and effect within the, within the hour, of course. 
Right? That'd be easy. That'd be nice. Russian made it. It's a cumulative effect of a day, of a week, of a month. Now, once upon a, once upon a time, the whole world worked like that. You know, so you know everything took time. But nowadays, the, the cell phone doesn't take time. The smartphone is, makes you very smart very quickly. It tells you all the information you need about everything in the world, except for, except for what it means learning. You cannot be miscarbered to the world of learning through, through, through a Google search. You get a lot of information. But it's not about information. It's about connecting yourself to the person's rots. And, and, and it changes you. But if, you, if you're willing to stop and to look and to see... If you want to be honest, the people who are Kavua learning day after day after day, not everybody, because there's the Yetzirah in the world, but their lives are different than the people which are not. The effect is there. And as life moves on, the more years that effect has, the greater the effect is. Does it mean that he's a perfect tzaddik? No. Does it mean that he never does averus? No. That it means that sometimes he says things he shouldn't say? No. But the overall effect of life, you see the difference. A person who's kavua in base matters day after day after day, even though he's well, he's working, whatever it is, but it, it, it changes the person's perspective on life. It changes the person's understanding of what the world is about. It changes the person's goals and purposes in life. It makes a person different. And that's the challenge of learning, is to believe that result. And they say, I'm willing to dedicate myself, to, even though I don't see the immediate results, because it's not about immediate results. But day after day after day, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to start getting a connection to it. In the world of Schar, when the, the, all of the challenges are taken away, yes, the, the Neshama will feel that connection in such an intense way that it will find that pleasurable. So even though I don't enjoy learning now, the, more, the longer I'm committed to doing it, the more it will start to become something which I feel connected to. And when it comes to the time of Mashiach, when it comes to Alam Haba, yes, it will be enjoyable. Yes, it'll be a pleasure because it means that the the the, the, the pleasure of life is being the schaber to Kodesh Baruch There's nothing greater than being that. A, a dogma of it to understand what it is. That's when we are a figment of Kodesh Baruch imagination. We don't exist, and not existing is very nakeshmak. and being alive. And feeling real is a, is a very, very energizing geshmaka feeling. A dogma that we have in this world, the Barsham has in a physical sense, a person has a very challenging situation and he overcomes and he feels like, I feel like so alive is the words. I feel so real. That's the Hanoi Ba'alam Ha'adu. Because when you're you're alive and you're real. And we have those moments whether it's even even in the not in the in the, in the world terms the world of physical moments person you know pushed himself and he feels like you know I push myself to my endurance and I feel like so with alive that's Alam Habo that's how of learning a Gemara that's how of being that's what it's supposed to feel like 
and the more you, the person puts himself into it without interruption and it's focused, the more he gets that feeling in this world now. And then he says, well, then, and that's why he is different. That's why he is different. That's why he, that you see this person over a period of time changes and grows and becomes something better and something different. Because if the purpose of life is to be to the Ratzon of HaKadosh Baruch which is expressed through the mitzvahs, but it's even more expressed through the Ratzon of HaKadosh Baruch as we are learning about what that Ratzon is, because that's where it's shy of human being to be to HaKadosh Baruch We get, a, as Rashiba said in his words, we get a greater, we get the Rashi's perspective on life. And in our world, it's much more geschmack, the Rosh Hashanah of life, than the other option. And we start recognizing that, and feeling that, and living that position.